can't believe you two took that raving lunatic seriously. Okay, loosen up, loosen up. It's burning up in here already. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Get My Head Together, number 37, I believe. And if that's wrong, it's number 38 um, of uh, Getting My Head Together. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Matthews. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it feels good to be back. It feels good to be uh, back doing the regular thing again, uh, into the mic, Uh you know, I had an impromptu sort of uh, uh, irregularity last week with the podcast, the things I couldn't control, and, uh, you know, things happen, man. Things happen. Still gave you an episode. Um, you know, uh, we talked about a few things last week. We talked about meditation. Uh, you know, that was something that, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot this week a lot um it's been uh it, it it's been a tough uh two weeks honestly guys uh, i know i've talked about it before on this on the show about me dealing with uh uh my us visa uh my green card my immigration status trying to figure out you know uh how to get back to the states legally uh et cetera, et cetera. so uh i've i've talked about that a few times on here and uh, the stuff I've been dealing with, I'm not going to go through it all again. Uh, I'm not going to bore you to death with that. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's been taking a vast majority of my time um, over the last few weeks. Uh, next week, uh, I'm going to be taking a trip to Sydney uh, to uh, see what's up, basically, um, and go and get my visa. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it happens. and. Um, then I could put it all behind me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could put this whole thing behind me and go back to, uh, you know, just just sort of stop thinking about it all the time. It's been driving me crazy for a good part of a year, a good part of the last six months, a good part of the last few months. Um, and uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just ready to put it behind me. I'm ready to uh, do what I need to do. Um, I've been getting all my paperwork together. I've been like a lawyer. I've been like an attorney over the last week, getting stuff together, getting paperwork together, excuse me, and trying to, yeah, just get my story straight, get my, get, not so much, I mean, my story is pretty much simple, like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get back because of the pandemic, um, and, uh, and yeah, and uh, just getting everything that I need to get together, together. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much what I've been dealing with. And it's been stressful. It's been stressful, guys. It's been really stressful dealing with it. Um, you know, it, it's something that, uh, it's something that's kind of worrying. Uh, I'm pretty confident that it, everything's going to be okay, but... Um, you know, it's just that fear of the unknown, you know, that fear of not knowing, you know, how it's going to be or how it's going to go. Uh, you know, I, you know, I haven't spent a night in a hotel in over a year, so I'm going to have to go to Sydney. 
I've already booked me a hotel in the center of the city. Um, and, uh, you know, because it's a six, it's a six hour trip, you know, six hour trip. And I went back and forth for a while, like, you know, should I drive? Should I fly? Um, you know, so I've been trying to figure all that stuff out, the logistics of everything and making sure everything is, you know, uh, you know, it's pretty much safe here now, but it's just, there's a lot of regulations still government wise. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do and what's good and what isn't. So, um, you know, so I've been going back and forth on like figuring out, am I going to take a flight or am I going to drive? And, you know, I got an appointment at 9.30 in the morning. So it's like, well, I could take a flight out that morning early. I could take a red eye at 6 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning, get there. I don't know, get there at 7. By the time you deal with everything at the airports now, I don't know what it's like at airports at the moment. I don't know if it takes an hour and a half to get through. I don't know if you get questioned. I don't know if they pull you to the back. Like, I, I don't know what they do at airports. So. I, I figured, you know, I could do that, but that I felt like that was kind of risky. Like, I could get to the airport at 5.30, get checked in, and then the flight's delayed an hour, right? So then I got to wait an hour. And then if the flight's delayed because of, you know, everything's going on and, you know, COVID-wise, uh, I might get there at 8 o'clock and then I got to figure out, I, you know, in the midst of the madness, trying to get off a plane trying to figure out where I need to go, figure out if it's cool if I leave. I don't know if I need to get a test. I don't even, I don't, I don't know. There's so many things I don't know. So I figured it's too risky for me to take that chance of a flight and maybe not making it. At least if I'm in the car, at least if I'm driving, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a trip, which I don't mind traveling in a car. It really doesn't bother me. Um, but you know, if I take that trip, uh, at least I've got the car, at least I've got control, you know what I'm saying? Like control of my own situation. Um, and I can, you know, I can at least go the day before, check into the hotel, scope things out, you know, rest up and be fresh the next morning for the interview and hopefully get the visa. So that's what I'm going to be doing next week. And, you know, I'll be sure to let you guys know how that goes. Hopefully everything is fine. I'm pretty sure it will be. Uh, you know, I've already had one interview already, and they say that I'm pretty much approved. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I, I just want to get it done, guys. I just want to get it behind me and stop thinking about it and just go from there. At least I get that done. And then kind of see what's going on in the world after that. And, you know, hopefully make it back to the U.S. Um, so that's the plan right now. I haven't thought out, thought much past that. You know, I've got to get a medical exam. i got to go see a doctor. i got to get x-rays. i got to do all this sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, and that's just what i got to do. And we'll see how it goes, you know. We'll just see how it goes. And um, hope for the best. Hope for the best. Uh you know, the, these kind of things, guys, I'm, I'm like really intricate when it comes to it. Like when there's something, when there's an interview and there's uh, paperwork that has to be done, uh, 
when there's forms that need to be filed, I'm like, I, I, I'm really like, uh, what's the word? Precise with this type of stuff, you know? And, and I don't actually mind it. Like getting all the, all the things I need to get together, whether it's birth certificates, police certificates, uh, everything down to like immunization records, like vaccine records. I haven't been vaccinated for anything since I was like a, like a baby, I think. Like 19, I mean, trying to go back deep into the records and try to find out like if you've had tetanus shots and if you've had polio. This is all the stuff I've had to find out. That I don't keep, I've never kept records of this stuff. So I've had to, you know, being on the phone, I've had to be in contact with people, emailing people back and forth about how do I get records about this and that, you know, and plus I've been out of the country for most of my life. You know, I've been in the States for over 15 years. So I'm pretty much like a dead man here. Like I'm not really like alive. Does that make sense? Like I'm not in the system. So every person I talk to, whether it's about, uh, you know, birth certificates, whether it's about trying to figure out my vaccine records, anything like that, like all that type of stuff, like I'm trying to figure it out um, as I go and try to explain to people my situation and my story. And yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much ready to go. So the only thing that's left for me to really do now is um, take the trip, go do the interview, and hopefully get approved. So, so yeah. So we'll see how it goes, guys. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to get it done. Ready to get it done. I've been, you know, thinking a lot about life. I've been spending a lot of nights, not really sleeping a whole lot. Uh, my sleep's been so much up and down lately. Uh, and it's it's because my mind's not settled, you know. Have you ever tried to? <laughs> have you ever tried to like get a good night's sleep and you can't because your mind is just not settled? It's got things on it. It's just got too much going on. Like that's what it's been like, you know. And you know, it 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 it's hard to function. It's hard to function when you don't get the right amount of rest. And I think it's made me worry about things that I don't necessarily need to worry about so much. And, and yeah, so all, all, all this stuff that I've been going through, I've tried to put it into some type of perspective. Because I realize that I've been realizing a lot lately that most of the actions that I've taken whether it be being an expat, basically, living abroad, being away from family. There's one thing I've noticed is that, you know, th that decision that I've made and these decisions that I've made for a good portion of my life really have been, you know, I don't want to say selfish decisions, but they really just benefit only one person, and that's me. Like, they don't benefit anybody else, you know, family-wise. And, you know, I've been, I've been going back and forth about it, and 
trying to figure out, well, you know, you know, how much longer can I keep doing this? Um, you know, because I feel like I'm hurting people. I feel like I'm hurting family by being away and living life, living my life separate. And, you know, I, and I've said it before, guys, like I would want nothing else. Nothing would make me happier in the world to have best of both worlds, you know, and be in a place that I love and be in a place that makes me feel alive, like being in the States and have a family as well. And we just all come together in one. Like, that'll be nice, you know. But it's not possible. So I've had to adjust my life and try to figure out a way that I can kind of do both at the same time. So taking regular trips back um, to visit and being more present in people's lives. Because uh, I spent a large portion of my life where I was not present. You know, I was not physically here for big events. Um, I did my best. I did what I could. But, you know, when you work in retail, when you're a retail manager, and and plus I live abroad, it doesn't make a lot of time for you to be able to take a trip like that. So I've had to figure out ways. You know, I've had to figure out different ways that I could make it work. And, you know, it hasn't been easy. It has not been easy. Um, but, you know, I've tried to figure it out along the road. And, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure out how I can sort of make myself more present but also live in a place I want to live. And I don't really know what the answer is. I don't really know how to do that. Um, you know, I'm sure there are ways. I just never really sort of entertained the idea as much as I have since I've been here for so long. And, and I'll be honest with you guys, it's been nice as hell. It's been nice as hell to be here and be close to people again and be close to family again. Like, it has been... It has meant the world to me. Um, and yeah, it hurts. You know, in a lot of ways, it's uh, dealing with a lot of sadness. Dealing with sadness being away. Knowing that, you know, you, you've kind of been reintroduced to people's lives again. And then, but there's still that part of me, there's still that part of me that wants to go back to the States and be get back to my regular life again, get back to normal life again. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I've been dealing with a lot of sadness of, of, you know, having to say goodbye. And I know it's not goodbye, but it's just, you know, it, it's hard. It's just hard. You know, but I know that, you know, these things are only temporary and, and, you know, time is, time is a weird thing. You know, time moves fast. 
um, or it can go slow, but most of the time, time moves fast. And, you know, look at, look at the day now, you know, it's already half, it's almost, it's, you know, it's, it's almost going into halfway through February. You know what I'm saying? Like it's already halfway through February. A lot of things haven't changed yet. We're still wearing a mask. Last time I checked, going outside, we're still wearing a mask. You know, you know, there's different strains of this virus. So the same things are still going on. So not much has changed yet this year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I worry about time. I worry about how much time that I have left to um, spend with, you know, my family. Like, I, I want to make sure that, I want to make sure that I, I did it right. I want to make sure that I did do everything I could to take advantage of the time that I have with my family. So I don't want to regret anything. And, you know, if there's one thing I can tell you that, you know, and, and, and we've talked about this before, I, Ever since I started living my life where I fear regret, it's the only thing that's really pushed me. It's the only thing that's really motivated me. And it's the only thing that's really sort of kept me going and pushing myself to do things that I probably would not normally do by fearing regret, by fearing it. You know, fear, fearing being uh, 60 years old. 50 years old, 70, looking back and saying, did I really do my best? Did I really do everything I could have done at the time? You know, or did I just kind of let time sort of float by and then nothing happened? So fearing regret and being worried about not doing the things that were important and then worrying more about things that are so unimportant. Like we worry so much about, and, and really when you think about it, guys, look, if you really think about your life and, you know, I, and, and I'm not preaching here and saying that I've got it all figured out because there are things that I wish that I could talk to my younger self sometimes and say, dude, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, there are times where I wish I could talk to the younger me and tell him, look, man, you need to do the risky stuff now. Anything that you want to risk, anything that you want to do, anything that feels like it's uncomfortable or it's going to, it's going to be hurt, going to be, you're going to be hurting from it for a while. You're going to be sleeping on couches, sleeping on cars doing whatever you need to do. Like, if I could talk to that young guy now, I would tell him to do those things. You know, and I would tell him to not um, take anything for granted, not take family for granted, not take friends for granted, not take relationships for granted. You know, so, but, like I said, I'm not at all preaching that I've got the, that I'm perfect. I'm literally telling you, I did not, live my life in fear of regret 
in my younger years, and I should have. That's when I should have been doing it. But instead, now I'm doing it. You know, I got to 35 and said, you know, you know, don't have any regrets. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm on a constant time clock. I feel like I'm on a time crunch. And, you know, when COVID came around, you know, when all this COVID stuff that's been going on, like, yeah, I went through a period where I was pretty pissed off. I was pretty, I was, I was mad. I was really fucking mad because it's like, really? Like when I finally decided to take the leap, you know, and go after things for myself, I can't do nothing. I literally cannot do anything. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, time is a funny thing. And, um, let's see, let me get back on track here. So, yeah, so I've been thinking a lot about that lately. And, yeah, I, uh, And I also had to put things into perspective as well in terms of, look, I can't spend my time right now being concerned, worrying, getting upset, getting stressed. I can't. I can't spend that time now doing that because what what is that going to do, you know, and what's the point? Everything that you've done, everything that you've chosen to do with your life at this point, you did it because you took a leap of faith. You did it because you risked everything to see what would come out the other side of it, right? So I had to remind, I've had to do a lot of soul searching, a lot of reminding of myself as to do what, remember why you did this. Remember why you you know, you had everything. You had a stable career. You had a stable job, good income. You know, you had your insurances. You had a, you had a, you had a place. You know, you know what I'm saying. You had all the things that you needed. You had, you had friends. You, you know, you could go out. You could go out and eat. You could do all these things that you really loved and enjoyed. You know, but you, you, you chose to walk away from that. And the reason you chose to walk away from that is because it was safe, is because it was a comfort zone, because it wasn't getting you anywhere. It was not getting you anywhere. And that's why you did it, because you didn't want to be stuck in a life where you were just spinning your wheels constantly and not getting anywhere and just getting up and going to work. And coming home, going to sleep, getting up, taking a shower, go to work. And the cycle continued like I, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore because I wasn't progressing anywhere. And I felt myself going into a depression about it because I, I was not motivated. You know, once you get into sometimes like a routine, like a dark cycle routine where it's not really like you're accomplishing anything you're just kind of working and you're getting paid for it and everything and everything's good. You're paying your bills. You got a roof over your head. You got food to eat, but something's missing. Something's not, something doesn't feel right. This can't be life. You know what I'm saying? Like this can't, 
this can't be it. So I've had to remind myself like why I did it and where you came from and how it first came, how it first started. And I got, you know, I was going through some stuff today, I, you know, because I've got stuff here. Stuff here, I'm talking about. I've got like notebooks and stuff here, uh, you know, that I brought with me from the States, you know, that I used to write, you know, that I used to write in and use to write my thoughts and all that type of stuff, you know, I've talked about that. Um, and I came across this, I, you know, like an old notebook today and I was going through it and just reading through it. And I came to the page where in, in 2019, it probably would have been, there's no date on here, which is annoying, but, you know, if I was to guess, like June, July 2019 is when I first started, like really getting the driver behind me to, okay, it's time to do something. Like it, it's time to do something. You don't know what it is. You don't have a plan, but you just, you know that you need to get up and you need to, you need to leave and do something else or figure it out because you can't do it here. Right. And I know in 2019, I knew my, my lease was expiring in September and I got the notice in the mail that said, you know, let us know within 90 days or three, I can't remember three months or whatever. If you want to renew your lease, if you don't let us know within three months, then that's that, you know, we assume you're moving out. So I had to make a decision in June and July, like, you know, and I thought about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I, am I going to renew my lease? Cause if I knew if I renewed my lease on my apartment, I knew that I'm locked in, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not really, but mentally, like I'm locked in for another 12 months, six months, whatever. And that's when I made the decision. And I said, no, you know what? I'm not going to re-sign my lease. So that gives me three months to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. So in three months' time, I'm going to be homeless. And I'm not going to have a place to live. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, was going through, I was going through this notebook, and I came across this page uh, where I thought, well, <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I know it's something I always wanted to do, but, uh, you know, it just never happened because I never had the time. You work in retail. You don't have the time. Um, but I came across this notebook and, um, yeah, right there at the top is where, uh, where I thought, well, why not go on a road trip? You know, why don't I go on a road trip and see where the road takes me? You know, I figured, I figured, okay, I'm not going to have a place to live. I won't have a place. So I might as well just move into the car. And just drive around the country, you know, and see what the country's about and live and enjoy things and enjoy places and meet people and go to different cities, different places, towns, cultures, whatever, and just see the country and maybe feel places out. Maybe there's sometimes, maybe I thought maybe I could figure out a place to, a place I wanted to live. 
you know, a place maybe I want to move to. Maybe I connect with a place that'll kind of make me feel a little more whole inside. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know what the reasoning was. I really don't. I, I think a lot of times it was a soul-searching journey. Um, you know, I've pretty much been, you know, spent most of 2018. I pretty much spent, prior to me making that decision to move out of my apartment, pack all my stuff in storage, and, um, you know, take time off from work and go on this trip was because basically I spent the last three years before that frustrated. I was frustrated. Um, you know, I, I pretty much, I felt like I had, uh, worn out all my options. I wasn't, uh, felt like I wasn't progressing career wise. And I was pretty much frustrated. I was frustrated for about three years from about 2017 to about 2019. Yeah. It pretty much came to fruition. Like I was just, I I just needed to, I needed to figure myself out. I needed to figure things out because I couldn't think in my current state. Like being stuck in a routine and in things that I wasn't enjoying at the time and things I wasn't happy about, uh, making ridiculous decisions that I shouldn't have made. And, you know, I, I just had to figure myself out. I just had to figure it out. And, you know, I came across this page and it reminded me of that. And it reminded me of, okay, look, that, that's, that's it right there. You took a chance. You know, you took a chance on yourself. You knew it probably wasn't uh, the most well thought out plan, but you started something. You know what I'm saying? And you started it and you put it on paper. And once you put it, once I put it on paper, it all started to come into fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like it all started making sense. It all clicked. Uh, it, it, it was, it, it gave me hope. It gave me hope. You know, was it a career move? No. Did it make me more money? No. Okay. I'm walking away from a paycheck. Okay a good paycheck that gives me a good living. Okay, so no, it didn't make me money. But, you know, when you're kind of accustomed to getting a certain amount of money all the time, that's good, that makes it easy for you to live. It's kind of a trap sometimes. It's a trap. It really is. It, It keeps you in that place. It keeps you there. You know, you don't progress in anything, you don't make it anywhere else, and this is all you do. And it can't be life. That can't be life. This is not, there's too much stuff to do, guys. There's too many things to see. There's too much important time we need to spend with people we love and care about. And just doing, doing your life based on a paycheck, based on, a pay, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I love making money. I'll I'll be the first one to tell you I love to make money. Money is you know I've got no issues with money. But there's certain times when money is kind of keeping you back. It holds you back. And so and so yeah, I took a chance. I took a chance. And 
I, I, you know, I just put trust in myself that maybe uh, something will come from this, and it's better than where you are. And and uh, it's similar to what's going on with me now. You know, I'm trying to figure out my situation. I'm trying to figure out, uh, you know, trying to come to terms with, you know, what I'm leaving here. Um, you know, leaving family is going to be extremely difficult, but I know I have to go on with my life. So battling back and forth with that. But, you know, even when I go back to the States, you know, what am I going to do? So there's still that question, you know, so there's still that question. So, so a lot of things. And... And yeah, I just have to. Rem- I just had to remind myself. I had to remind myself, and this helped me that everything you're going through now, it's a chance. You're taking a chance. You're taking another chance. It may work out. It may not work out. Who knows where it can lead to? So, so yeah, it's it's important, guys. It's really important. Trust me. I, you know, I. <laughs> there's probably a lot of stuff over the last year and a half that. You know, I'm, I probably could have done differently, but, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know that once I got here that the whole world was shut down. You know, it's another roadblock. But I was able to do some things with that time that, you know, I probably would not have normally done. Um, launching the podcast, putting myself out there more, um, getting in touch with the what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my head, all those things. So, so you just got to trust, like you got to trust sometimes. Sometimes you got to trust in yourself. You got to invest in yourself. You got to know sometimes that, you know, you can't listen to anybody. When people tell you that what you're doing is crazy, it don't make sense. Uh, you're just going to end up right back where you belong. You know, all those things, like you just have to, you have to you have to create you have to turn those you have to turn that off like when you get those negative thoughts that start coming through you have to get thick skin there's no easing into it you just have to get thick skin okay and just deal with all that stuff and just believe in what you're doing is right and just keep following, just keep following your nose, basically. I would say following your heart, but sometimes, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say that because it's so cliche. Some things, are, some things are so cliche, but even there must be a reason why they're cliche because sometimes they make sense. You know, if you know in your heart that what you're doing somehow feels right, then you have to trust in that. You have to trust in that. There's nothing else. You can listen to all the advice people all day long. You can listen to all the motivational speakers on Instagram all day long. But at the end of the day, all you got to do is listen to yourself. That's it. You know, so, so yeah. Um, but I hope everybody's had, um, hope everybody's had a good weekend. 
Hope your week was good. Starting a new week this week, fresh. And uh, yeah, it's uh, good to be back, man. It's good to be back on uh, on the mic. It's good to be back uh, on camera. Uh, you know, this is this is therapy. You know what I'm saying? This is my therapy. I This is where I go to get things out. And hopefully uh, I reach to some people and you relate. Um, but uh, I'm just here to talk to you guys, man. That, uh, you know, I, I go through stuff daily. I go through things daily. I'm not here as a guru. I'm not here as a perfectionist guy that's got it all figured out. And I'm going to sell you a package at the end of this podcast of $49.95. You know, I'll give you my step-by-step program. I, I'm not that guy. I'm not. I'm just here sharing my experiences and sharing my feelings about what's going on with me. And, uh, you know, hopefully you can relate. Hopefully you can relate. And just know that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. As long as you trust in yourself, follow your heart, and (laughs) you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. So keep going. Keep going, no matter what. No matter what. Um, da, 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 what else, what else? Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. I can't think of anything. Um, I'm sure there's stuff going on, but I can't think of anything. Um, yeah, might as well wrap it up here. Um, thanks guys. Uh, I, um, thank you for, uh, if you have been bearing with me, uh, to my, uh, you know, my small uh, audience out there, um, you know, thank you so much for uh, listening, sticking with me, and your support uh, means the world. And uh, yeah, um, I'm going to hit you back with an episode next week. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Pick it up from there. I do want to start, I do want to figure out um, a way to do. Uh, I want to do some podcasts. I want to do some episodes on that period of my life that I talked about today. uh, Kind of where I met that crossroads in my life. Um, I just want to figure out the right way to do it. You know, Uh, it'll probably be spaced out over a number of episodes. uh, But I do want to talk about that aspect of my life. I'm just not sort of ready to go there yet and sort of figure out a way to do it. Um, because it was a pinnacle point in my life. So I really want to figure out the right way to do it for y'all. Um, and my voice is going. So I'm going to let you go, guys. Um, thanks for listening. I will uh, talk to you next week. And uh, that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye.